Welcome to Rising Femme, a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Hi there, hope that you are doing so, so well. Today's episode is exactly what I hoped podcasting would be like. I'm literally sitting here in between clients. I've got a roughly 30-minute window and I just felt so inspired to hit record and riff a little bit on all things transformation. It's been a huge theme across my coaching clients over the last couple of weeks. Man, I work with some incredible women that are going through huge up levels in so many areas of their life, um, really shaking some rigid patterns, deep-rooted beliefs that have been there for a long time around things such as money and work hours and gender roles and uh, just so, so phenomenal. And if you know me, you will know that I have worked in this space of transformation for quite some time now. It's been over a decade, really. And obviously across a lot of different areas. But I can tell you one thing I know to be true is whether I'm helping people change their romantic relationship, their anxious tendencies, their mental health, or build and scale the business of their dreams, it is all transformation and change. There are so many similarities across the process of shifting in a positive way. And it's really about, I guess my work has been applying this psychological, the mindset principles to really mess with people's thinking a little bit and and help them see what they can't see right now to create that beautiful thing called insight. I've come to learn that most people think of transformation as a really positive thing. You know, it's painted really positively in a lot of our social rhetoric and the information that we're absorbing. It almost looks like transformation equals more money. It's more freedom. It's glorified. It's sunshine. It's roses. And to be honest, the process of it itself could not be further from that truth. I'm going to share with you today five things that you need to know, perhaps five hard truths around all things transformation. Number one, people will be triggered by your growth, most likely your family. Often, 
the women who I'm coaching expect their family members to be the most supportive in terms of the self-belief piece, right? They expect them to back them the most. Unfortunately, though, what I have come to know is that your family are often the worst people to go to during big periods of expansion and growth because they're the ones that they kind of appear to doubt you the most. However, it's actually not doubt at all. I really want to shift your thinking around this. Change your mindset. They want safety for you. And what equals safety? Predictability, structure, familiarity, sameness, almost everything that a period of transformation is not. Almost everything that entrepreneurship is not, right? Like, let's be real. So they often just have best intentioned, really just trying to keep you within that safe zone. I think from a relationship perspective as well, you know, one person can change a whole relationship system. I'm sure there's probably been a lot of experiences over your life where you have been guilty of saying to friends or family members, oh, she's changed or he's so different now. I just don't connect with him. It's almost like the other person changing, shifting, up-leveling, it almost shines a mirror or creates a bit of tension within the relationship itself. It causes you or stirs up things within you, questions perhaps, that you start asking yourself because you're seeing this other person change, transform in front of you. So that's something that has always supported me in my growth process and I know has supported a ton of my clients, keeping in mind Your friends and your family do not hate you. They don't want you to fail or not succeed. It is their love that drives their need for safety. So if that's the message that you're getting from the ones that you love the most, brings me to number two, who you are around during this phase. And for some of you, I know this won't even be a phase. This is like a lifelong commitment to learning and growth. Who you are around is critical. I'm going to make a huge ass, bold, big statement here. The people you surround yourself with will make or break you. It's not going to happen if your current circle doesn't change as well. You know, I'm not saying ditch your friends, right? Keep your friends. They're beautiful. They love you. They have your safety at heart, but we need to balance it out. Look for expanders and look for specificity in this. Yeah. We almost want you to be able to draw on people in particular growth areas for you. So if it is a mastermind that specifically works with people of a certain income bracket, that might be the right room for you if it's more money-related mindset stuff that you're wanting to work on. Or if perhaps it's about launching into online programs, you want to see what's possible for service-based entrepreneurs who have largely worked one-on-one in the past and then have moved into more group type work. So getting really specific about it will serve you really well in that support of being around the right people. Now, when you are 
seeking this out, you want to bear in mind that your brain is going to be on hyper alert. Yeah. So it's almost waiting for something to fuel doubt and almost give it a permission slip to head back to your comfort zone. Our brains are a historical organ. They are fueled by safety and comfort and predictability and familiarity. And you have to remember then that in like your up level, in your expansion, in your scaling, in your growth, whether in your life or your business, there's going to be a lot of discomfort, unfamiliarity, and newness, which are kind of the the opposite things of what our brains know and love. So being in the room or in rooms with people that are hugely positive, who just back themselves, who hold you in your stretch in your edge. You want to find those people who embody possibility. You know, those people who just really embody their success, people that want to see you succeed. You know, you'll find you'll find these people often in other entrepreneurial circles, often business owners or people who have navigated changes in their business, perhaps people in leadership type roles who've had to navigate a lot of change, almost like that intrapreneur kind of profile, Um, potentially athletes too. You know, I see a lot of crossover here in the work that I've done in the high performance sport space in the past. You know, people who believe that, Almost the what is commonly seen as impossible is all so possible. Just have almost that impenetrable self-belief. It's contagious. You want to be in the room with them. And little note here, when I say get in the room, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to join a mastermind or a group experience or some kind of group networking. Obviously, the... Uh, the interaction and the exposure and the community is going to be much more potent in those settings. But depending on what stage you're at within your business, it may be you listening to a podcast. It might be you following certain people on Instagram, adding them to your close friends list, making sure you see their content because you know that it has this kind of effect on you. So it's more about you seeking the desired effect and the desired feeling in order to decide what's going to support you most in the piece of being around the right people. Now, the third thing in terms of our real talk about transformation is one that often surprises a lot of my clients, right? We do a lot of reflective practice, uh, a lot of, you know, retrospection, looking back over where we thought we'd be um, in the current moment, perhaps when we did our initial 90-day strategy or something like that. And that is that the plan that you have in mind right now is really unlikely to be the process that you follow, So as an example, I was looking over my journal entries the other day from the last couple of months. I finished a book and it's always just a really nice practice to revisit some of the things that I've written. I do this on a weekly basis on a Friday. I'm going to 
do another podcast episode on some of the rituals and practices that have really supported my business growth over the last 12 months. And this is absolutely one of them. But this kind of gave me a little bit more of like a longitudinal perspective of what kind of things I was thinking, what strategies I'd been flirting with. And let me tell you, so many parts of my business have shifted and changed in that time. In fact, some of the offerings that I have now were not even in my conscious mind three months ago. And I put this down to, from a CEO psychology perspective, I have a huge capacity to hold uncertainty, to hold not knowing. And I think that this has got to be one of the most crucial skills, the most crucial mindset belief systems for you to adopt if you are to be successful in the entrepreneurship game. Because we have to be able to lean into unknown possibility. We have to learn to course correct, to not be so rigidly attached to a particular process that we almost uh, avoid or we limit ourselves to entertaining things that could be so much better than what we had originally thought up. And I think a big underpinning belief of this for me is that I believe that I am constantly growing. I'm constantly learning. I'm always challenging my thinking, messing with my beliefs. And so if I'm doing that in a consistent way, it's very unlikely that the way that I think today, even in recording this podcast is going to be the way that I think in a week's time, not necessarily going to be huge, crazy, big shifts, but there will be subtle shifts along the way. And knowing that it's the little things that often lead to the big things, I'm always welcoming in that new wisdom, that up-leveled thinking, that uh, up-leveled awareness of what is actually in the best interests of my higher self. I think there's probably a bit of spiritual connection here too, in terms of believing that you're co-creating with some higher power, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, that, you know, what's meant for you won't miss you. That's always been something that has supported me really well. And so if this is something that you're struggling with right now, my very practical advice would be to absolutely have a roadmap in mind, but be equally prepared to change the course if necessary. The roadmap kind of provides us with a guide. It provides us with an idea of where we would like to go. And the thing is, in working with my clients, what I tend to find is we often end up somewhere similar. However, it's kind of just that little bit different, right? So it's like if we're, I don't know, if we're wanting to go to Sydney, we might end up in Melbourne, but we prefer Melbourne and Melbourne's amazing. And it actually aligns even better with all of our goals because we've been through this beautiful journey on our way to get there. So keep the roadmap but also practice that beautiful non-attachment process to the end goal or the end result. Because those that are really open to the unknown, to uncertainty, that embrace all of the possibility that exists, they're the ones that tend to experience the real magic, the real success in the end. 
And a part of making room for uncertainty and embracing that the plan that you have right now may not be the plan uh, or the process that you follow is reflected in the fourth hard truth about transformation. And that is that true transformation is systemic. It's not going to be one specific thing. You might be working on scaling your business, your relationship will change. You might be in couples counseling, working on having a more loving, connected relationship. The way that you show up for yourself will likely change. All areas of your life will change in the transformation process. And this comes back to the principle that I speak to really often, that everything touches everything. We are systemic beings. We are interconnected. Now, some of those things you may not want to change. So you might resist that change in the process, but they need to in order for you to up-level. Often before your biggest breakthroughs, your biggest transformations will be that period of intense resistance, almost the breakdown before the breakthrough. It's like your nervous system is recalibrating to a new level to be able to hold that next level of success. And it's that, you know, retrospective hindsight principle too, right? It might not make sense at the time, but when you trust that everything is working out for you exactly as it should, then you know that in three, six, 12 months time, all of the things that have happened leading up to that point will make so much more sense. So the challenge really is not making the other things wrong, just really surrendering, trusting the process and having a mentor or a coach to hold you through this is super helpful. I know that over the last 12 months, if I did not have my coach in my corner, I don't think I would be, well, I'm not even don't think I would not be where I am in my business at this particular point in time. Having that long-term support of someone who knows me, who gets me, who can predict, you know, when I tend to fall into a bit of a heat before the breakthrough, what are some of the behaviors, the telltale signs that I'm starting to feel that bit of expansion anxiety, that bit of like nervous system activation, um, and really hold me, guide me through that has just been an absolute game changer. And in my work with my clients, to be honest, is probably one of the biggest privileges that I have is really being able to support them to navigate that in a way that doesn't create burnout, that doesn't cause them to blow it all up and abandon their dreams, but instead to hold steady, to think about it in a different way, and ultimately to get to the other side of the transformation, which they crave. Hey, hey, it's Monique. I am interrupting this episode to personally invite you along to my upcoming free two-day event, Word of Mouth Business. If you are fatigued by all the funnels, ads, and tacky marketing strategies out there and want to learn how I built two multi-six-figure businesses on purely word-of-mouth systems, then this event is 
is for you. Over two days in April, I will be taking you through the values, strategies, psychology, and systems that I use to support my clients and in my own word of mouth business. Plus, I've made it super practical in that you will leave with a full word of mouth marketing strategy for your unique business. I do hope that you'll join me. Sign up at moniqueharding.co forward slash word of mouth. Let's get back to the episode. Now that brings me to my final element, my final five things you need to know about what transformation is really like. And this is a slightly deeper one. This is really getting into that inner psychology that no external achievement or milestone will cure your self-worth problems. It all comes back to that belief. Transforming your life is ultimately about shifting your beliefs of what you're capable of, of what you're worthy of. So changing the way you see yourself and how you nurture yourself and how you hold yourself to accountability and you change your micro behaviors is going to be the thing which will change your life. So the key takeaway here is that alongside any transformation process, we need to have a consistent way of checking in with yourself. You have to stay self-aware in your transformation. So yes, checking in with yourself through perhaps some journaling, through I love to journal every day in pretty much all of my clients. I was just thinking on the spot now. Um, I'd say 90% of my clients check in with me Monday, Friday, Monday, Thursday, Tuesday, Friday, whatever the bookends of their week is. And we have some form of reflective practice around that accountability practice so that we can see what's working, what's not working. We can course correct along the way. And I know that has just been probably one of the biggest game changers for so many of them in business is having that check-in process where they're holding their self to higher accountability. And Whilst I think that checking in with yourself is really, really crucial and important here because we notice the little niggles, the belief systems, the self-worth issues popping up and we can work on them as they do, it's also really useful to be checking in with others. So having that mirror. And I really believe that that's why masterminds are just so incredibly powerful. You really get different perspectives when you hear parts of your experience in other people's stories. I know in my mastermind, I am with a group of women from all different industries, like wildly different industries to my own. And I learn the most from our group coaching calls when I hear them be coached by my coach, but on their business. And it's so awesome because rather than me going to a mastermind that is just full of other business success coaches or other mindset coaches or other therapists, where we're probably all going to have like different but kind of similar challenges, 
I'm learning from people that have chiropractic businesses, people who are graphic designers, um, people that run huge evergreen uh, course programs online, you know, things that I probably wouldn't typically ask a question for because I'm so in my own world, but it almost expands my realm of possibility, expands my awareness into something bigger that would exist if I was just working one-on-one with my coach. Um, And look, even in saying that, I kind of think, oh, well, she's kind of coaching everyone. So she would still bring an element of her expertise to all of those conversations similar to my clients are come across come from a range of different creative consulting or service-based largely industries Um, but I'm always bringing you know knowledge wisdom experience with all of them to each of my individual calls but I just think that there's nothing quite like you hearing it from the source as well, it's explained in just such a vulnerable, deeper way rather than being told secondhand. So that's really something to consider as well is what is your check-in process with others? How are you, you know, I guess expanding yourself, giving yourself that ability to almost see your story in a slightly different way? Often that can really change your perception of self um, and also, of course, checking in with yourself along the way, not relying on those external achievements, those milestones that you're creating for yourself to be the thing that makes you feel innately worthy because you are so worthy just as you are. All of those other things are just you manifesting what you are always capable of. So that's it. That's the real talk that you're not going to see on the gram. If you are here for transformation, you're also signing up to these five hard truths. So hopefully after listening to this episode, you're a little more prepared and you may even have one or two new insights that have been planted from which you can start to act upon today. I hope that you have the best day. And I will see you next week for another episode of Rising Femme. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it. And why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniquearding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love and I'll see you next week.